2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. 215-592-9494 is how you join us. We'll get back to the phone lights here in a few minutes, talking trade slate, keep keep Bradbury, and level of worry, panic. I, I'm hitting the panic button on this defense. A lot of departures, coaching changes, Denard Wilson gone. We'll get back to all that in the Eagles, but let's talk some Sixers here. We're our guy Kyle Newbeck, of Kyle. course, from Philly Voice, and one half of the Clap Your Hands podcast along with Elliot Short Parks. after, I would say, one of the biggest wins in a long time for the Sixers on Saturday. Kyle, how you doing tonight? I'm hanging in, fellas. How we doing?
4: Pretty good, pretty good. So can we put those James Harden rumors to rest about him going back to Houston? Can we do that now since he balled out this weekend? <laughs>
5: Listen, I wish I could put him to rest. I do think there's plenty of smoke there. So, you know, James is very fond of Houston and, and all that. So that is not going to go away. But, but look at it this way. James Harden is not winning in Houston the way he can potentially win here. And mm-hmm. he has been awesome this season. Like, I, I mean, if you were a James Harden optimist coming into this year thinking this is a bounce-back year, that he's going to get his legs under him, look healthier, look better – even if you were of that mindset, I think he has far exceeded any kind of reasonable expectations for how good he can be. He has been an awesome number two to Joel Embiid. And, you know, I think that's the biggest reason that I have more belief that they can contend for a title this year.
3: So, Kyle, what, what do you think this is with Harding? Because we all saw it last year. He got here and. It was you know, he had like four or five good games at the beginning and then he had the one good playoff game against Miami but it was a lot of uh blah you know compared to what he used to be versus this year where it's been more of that really impressive play if you had to guess what's going on here is this a, a resurgence is this he's just healthy and he really wasn't last year is this a contract drive we've seen many athletes have those great contract years because they want one more big deal like what do you think's happening here with Harden because he's certainly turned the clock back a little bit
5: well, I think it's a combination of all those those things, Joe. I mean, I, I do think he's healthier. We saw Chris Paul go through a very similar down year after he had a very similar injury when him and Harden played in Houston. And then he has a, a bounce back year in Houston, another great year when he goes to Phoenix. And I, I think this is just an injury that it, it took James some time to, to get his legs under him and get right. I do think he also felt maybe a little disrespected for people thinking that, he was cooked. I mean, this is a guy that was a perennial MVP candidate for years and years. I mean, they probably would have won multiple awards if not for Giannis Antetokounmpo. So uh, he had something to prove in the offseason. Then he gets snubbed for an all-star appearance, which I thought was the wrong decision. I thought he absolutely deserved to be at that game. And the contract year part is another thing. Like, this guy has all the motivation in the world to go out, show, and prove, whether that's financially. Whether that's just a, a personal pride and you know, appreciation for the craft type of thing, and I also think another part of it is that Joel Embiid is better than he's ever been, and so to have you know an MVP level, top five player in the league type level guy next to him that can shoulder the load on any given night, and then James can be that number two guy and pick his spots and play the right way. I mean, I just I think it has been a great situation for James. And a great ex- uh, situation for the team to have him as the number two guy here.
4: Why does it feel like sometimes that this team is a little bit inconsistent, though? Because, you know, I like like to be in total fairness, I've only seen a few games. But the, the games that I have seen since I've been back in Philadelphia, they seem a little bit Dow Jonesy. That means they were like up and down a little bit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I agree with you. I mean, some of it comes down to effort, quite frankly. Like these guys, because they're as talented as James and Joel are, you can tell they go through stretches where you know it, it's a, a mid-February, late-January game against an opponent that they're they're not revved up for, and it shows. They go down ten points, fifteen points, or they give away a big lead that they probably shouldn't have. I think the the end of this season, the, throughout March, they're on the road constantly. They have a lot of back-to-backs, and people have been saying, you know, this is a really tough stretch for them. I almost think it works the opposite way where this is good for them and this is going to make them compete hard every single night. And that, that's honestly been one of their biggest problems, but you don't have the luxury to rest when you're playing five games in seven nights or three games in four nights and they're all on the road and, you know, you're battling for seating. You could very well pass somebody like a Boston or, or a Milwaukee and end up with home court in a series against them in the playoffs. So, I mean, these guys should be motivated right now are motivated right now. And I think you, you saw that in the way that they were able to come back against Milwaukee on Saturday.
3: Kyle, we always talk about the second round because that's been the glass ceiling for this team you know, the last four or five years. But obviously every year is different and, and, and the league is, is fluid. How good is the Eastern Conference this year? Just independent of the Sixers, obviously they're, they're part of the mix near the top. But how good is the East? Because as I look at it right now, Kyle, I, I was surprised when I saw this this morning. The Knicks are on their they're on a pretty good run right now and they beat the Celtics last night. The Knicks are fifth in the Eastern Conference. They have more wins than the team that is second in the West. How good do you believe one, two, three, four, five in the East are? You know, do you compare it to the West, or just compare it to the last few years in the East. I mean, depending on how Phoenix shakes out with
5: the addition of Kevin Durant, but they also lose a lot of depth pieces, and you know, we'll see how that goes. I think you could make an argument that the best three teams in the league are in the Eastern Conference. Like I, I have that much respect for the Sixers. Celtics and Bucks. that I think whoever comes out of the East, I would probably pick as the presumed favorite in a series. Now I, I reserve the right to change that. If uh, Kevin Durant plays like he did yesterday against Dallas and is scoring in you know, 37 points a game and him and Devin Booker and Chris Paul coalesce before the playoffs. But look, I think all three of these teams in the East share something in common. They are potentially great two way teams that can both, score a ton of points and lock teams down when it matters. I think Joel Embiid is basically the defensive guy in Philly where the other teams have a lot more depth on the defensive side of the ball. But then you even go, to your point, further down the conference, I mean, Cleveland at number four, they've given Boston some problems this year. They're actually playing tonight, I believe. So we'll see how that matchup looks. That could be a potentially interesting second-round series. The Knicks are on fire. I think the Heat are this like zombie team that nobody really wants to face Despite the fact that they haven't been that good this year. They're just always tough. They're well coached. They're disciplined. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Eastern Conference is clearly the superior conference this year. But, you know, Kevin Durant could change all of that. So we'll see.
4: Because, to- you know, he's been balling these last couple of games. Since-
5: I think he's a really resilient, mentally tough kid. He's as hard a worker as you're going to find in the NBA. I think anybody who's around him or has worked with him will tell you that same thing. So, I think he is finally starting to settle in, and and he realizes. I think he's kept a good perspective throughout all this. That look, like yeah, maybe my role is going to change night to night, and maybe I won't close this game because we do need a a defensive stopper in a certain situation. But I think he understands and appreciates that. This is a rare opportunity to potentially go and compete. And he actually said as much the other day that, you know, that's been the guiding line for him, that he knows that having somebody like Joel and a a number two like James on a team at the same time does not happen very often. And he's trying to, uh, to treasure this while he has it.
3: Kyle, I always think there's two parts to a team changing their identity um, it, within themselves and then the fan base. Like we could, we talk every day about this team and, and how they're doing. It's like 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 uh, like you was saying, like Dal Jonesy, right? Up and down, up and down, and we, we kind yeah. of figure out what side we want to be on. When you observe the team, especially after a win Saturday night, wh- where do you think they're at? Like, do you think the Sixers believe deep down? they're they're ready to win a title like because I think it's almost like the Phillies last year right like the the town had to be convinced they could be they could be a championship kind of team and then eventually the town was but I also thought at some point the the switch flip for the Phillies last October where they realized like hey we could do this do you think the Sixers are there after all these exits or is it going to take something in the playoffs for them to like to feel it. (laughs) I
5: do think there's a level of belief. I mean, if they had beaten the Boston Celtics last week, which I guess that's the, the final hurdle that this group needs to clear before the end of the regular season, I think there'd be no doubt because, look, they've beaten Milwaukee twice. They've beaten both of the top two teams in the West. I actually think, you know, the the rosters have changed since then, but they have wins against, I believe, all the top five teams in the West. So, They have a collection of awesome wins against great competition all throughout this season. They have a lot of comeback wins, too. They have the most 15-plus point comebacks of any team in the league. So, you know, I think in years past, Joe, we would watch this team go down by 10, 15 points, and everybody would kind of just assume, well, they're going to pack it in. This game's over. They're not mentally tough enough. Whereas this year, this team has proven they can pull themselves off the mat when things get tough, and they can play through a a tough shooting night or a tough game like I don't even think they played their best game of basketball against Milwaukee the other night but they turned in that incredible fourth quarter led by James Harden and they're somehow able to win a really tough game on the road on their third game of four nights so I do think that there is a level of belief that is growing for this team
3: great stuff Kyle when is the next clap your hands podcast out uh, probably on Wednesday
5: after this back-to-back they have tonight and Tuesday. So you can check it out on Wednesday, I would assume.
3: Sounds good, Kyle. We appreciate it. Looking forward to more of these uh, spots as we head towards the postseason. Thank you, Kyle. Thanks for having me on, guys. You're the man. There he goes. Kyle Newbeck, Philly Voice, and the Clap Your Hands podcast along with Elliot. I didn't realize that's that. They have the most comebacks for 15 points down in me the neither. NBA this season. Me neither. You know, it, it, they are – like you, I mean, I, I think I like the phrasing. They're Dow, 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 Dow Jonesy. It's a yeah. matter of you wake up, up in the morning and, and what is the stock market, right? What is the Sixers stock market? I just – Harden changes it, you for me because I, I thought he was in serious decline. And, you know, maybe it's a contract drive. I, I don't know what's motivating this guy. Maybe he just wants more money. I, I don't know what it is, that, but maybe he's just healthy.
4: Yeah, but if you, I was thinking that as well. If you can get that down a stretch and the fact that you got Tyrese Maxson coming in and contributing the way that he's been contributing – they like I said, I, I, like listen to the broadcast and guys talking about it. They feel a lot of people feel like they have enough to win with. Mm-hmm. It just needs to come together.
3: They, I don't think there's many teams in the league that have three guys that could score like them when they're all on, right? Like yeah. they all three could get thirty. I mean, that most teams don't have three guys that can get thirty. Maybe some teams have five that could get fifteen or ten, but three that could get thirty in a night. That's that's pretty rare in the NBA. Dan is in Winfield Township. What's up, Dan?
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> Congratulations on your show. You got—you've definitely deserved it. You've bounced everywhere from Fan to WIP. So, uh, congratulations, and you too as well, uh, you. Thank you very much. Thank sir. you, Dan. We appreciate that. Well, you know, I'm one of those—you know—rare guys. In my house, we root for all New York except for the Eagles. Um, and uh, I got to tell you, I just want to mention Jalen uh, Hurts real quick. He's got an amazing agent. This young lady, first black woman agent. He's not going to settle for a penny less than what he should get. And the key here is not the, the money per year. It's the guaranteed money. That Deshaun Watson contract is going to go down in history as one of the biggest uh, impacts on the league. Because that's what, what, what all these players are holding out for. Getting as much money guaranteed as possible. And I'm all for them doing that.
3: Well, Dan, it 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 has changed everything, right? Because I mean that that's the Lamar Jackson thing, right? That that's why part of the reason right. Lamar's not signed is because he's like his him and it, well, it his agent, he and, and his his mom are basically like, hey, Lamar, <laughs> you know, Lamar's a better player and
0: has my done more than a Sean. My John. baby needs
4: money. Yeah, right, but that's
0: all money. these quarterbacks. You don't think Jalen Hurts' agent Nicole Lynn's looking for as much guaranteed money? I'm sure yes. she is. I mean, that's, yes, that is. is the biggest thing how he has to deal with. And frankly, nobody. I I don't want to hear people saying uh, you know he should take less. It's nonsense. Did well,
3: I mean, we but but he sh- he should doesn't mean he has to. But I, but I, no, I, if he I wants agree. to win, if he wants to win,
0: the easiest so way to I do it is, that, is more Joe, good players. That that that's crazy. You know why? At the end of the day, that's Howie's problem. You know when You're nobody complained when he was making a million bucks this year. That's
4: not an MP. You know? That's an HP. Yeah,
3: but it, it right. would it so, be easier for Howie if Jalen took less? <laughs> understood <laughs> You're
0: I understand right. that That's ain't nobody trying you. to That's make job
3: how job easy I am- we, really
1: we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s only at
4: T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in
1: when you switch mm-hmm
3: Welcome back, Sports Radio 94 WIP. It is the Midday Show, Hugh Douglas Show, Julio 215-592-9494. Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us as we discuss worry level, panic level on this 2023 Eagles defense. Looking forward to free agency. A lot of changes to come. We actually have a nugget on how much uh, Javon Hargrave might make when this thing opens up next week. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. And, of course, your calls in the Sixers. Big win and really incredible performance by James Harden on Saturday night. And would you trade Slay to open up cap space to sign James Bradbury. That one, you know, he, that's interesting, that discussion we had earlier, because I think people just resigned to the fact that that Bradbury could leave. Well, they, they could trade Slay and keep Bradbury instead. Depending on when they do the trade, they could actually save some money on the Slay contract. And we put a poll up here at WIP Midday Show on, on the idea of doing this. So here's where we're at on that one. WIP Midday Show, 56% would not trade Slay. To keep Bradbury forty four percent. wood. that one's pretty close to the middle there on the Dave, idea. You
4: know what? To be honest, since I've been here, we've had some pretty close ones. Like mm-hmm. all the we have them all the time.
3: Like so, it, that doesn't surprise me.
4: That's good polling.
3: Yeah. It is. That, that's exactly what it is. It's it's really polarizing. The, yeah. It, well, that's where that's where we're going for. Right. Yes. The, the best polls oh. are 50-50. everyone's split down the middle. That that would be interesting if the Eagles did um they go down that right. All right, let's play this for we we set this up so. Oh, I think it was Friday the Eagles put out this video. And it's kind of it's topical because the combine was going on. They put the video out of the interview they had with Jalen Hurts of the Combine. I didn't realize they I, I guess they filmed it for their own purposes at first, or Just to go back and review it. Yeah, the, they, the
4: archives. Yeah, yeah, I worked out. Yeah.
3: But now that he's become a, a star player here, they, they put it back out to kind of like, look, look at Jalen Hurts back in the day. Listen to this. I think it gives you a glimpse into Jalen, but also the Eagles here, as is, is they obviously, you know, were sold on this kid. Here was Jalen Hurts with the Eagles. They, I was listening to the voices. I think at some point I heard Andy Whiteell who was there at one point, and uh, probably Howie with them as well. But here's here's Hurts three years ago at the combine with the Eagles.
6: Why should we draft you, coach? I'm I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm a I'm a difference maker. I'm a dog. Um, you know, I I've, I've been able to kind of submit myself into prestigious programs I think I've been able to allow I think people have found a way in both places to follow me Um, and I'm not going in this deal going in these places saying hey come on y'all gotta follow me or you know that's earned that's not given Um, people leave because their peers let them I don't know for some odd reason people follow me everywhere I've been Um, I I can make every throw um, make every play um, you know, it's I, I don't put a ceiling on on how good I can be. You know, I I think that I I can't say the sky's a limit because I mean I, I, I think I have that much, um, and I'm, I'm 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 confident in that.
3: Hugh, listen to that, a couple things stand out to me. One, you could just tell how how he, that kid can win people over just by talking for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. That's confidence the, level. Yeah, it's high. And the second thing is when they drafted Jalen Hurts in 2020. They gave off, and how he came on this radio station he went on with Mark and Reese. And they gave off this whole thing for a week that they drafted him to be a backup, a cost effective backup. Yeah. It, there's no way deep down they thought that kid would stay a backup for long. You could hear it. That guy takes me, over a
4: locker room. Let me tell you, I when they drafted him, I was like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Knowing the fragile psyche of quarterbacks, I was like, that's going to be a problem. And at that point, I was already hearing like rumblings of, of who Carson Wentz was behind closed doors. It's like, yeah, that's not going to fly.
3: There's it's just – yeah, I mean, the, the public – That's perce- too high. That's too high to take a backup. To- right. And you go through the history, of, you know, the 10 years or so before that, there's not many second-round backup quarterbacks. Nah. Usually they are drafted to play eventually. Like, yeah. you, maybe it's your three – Brought along a
4: little bit slower. The, the pressure – for the second, the second round quarterback is not as great mm-hmm. as it is for some potentially these quarterbacks that are going to get drafted in the first round.
3: Right, it's it's different, but you it's also not drafted to be a backup. Kyle, I remember that if it was a week long. It was like a PR campaign, and I my antenna was up. Right, I was like second round pick to be a backup. It doesn't make any sense. And then you hear that, yeah, there's no way they thought, oh yeah, he'll just be the backup.
7: Well, I remember feeling uh, vividly feeling like I just got kicked in the stones for like a good two weeks after they made this pick with oh, Jalen right. Hurts. Oh. Well, they just gave Carson Wentz all that money uh, like Not too long before they made this pick A year, was, it was a year before Right, and I was freaking <laughs> out when they when they did this If the Eagles had just released that video The day after that they made this pick It would have all made sense for me Because I'm, I was ready to run through a brick wall Just hearing that one minute of Jalen Hurts talking Like, no crap, this guy wins over every locker room he's been in
4: Listen to that kid Yeah, but he wasn't I, I don't think he was prepared And And they were hedging their bets See, this is the thing Every NFL team Hedges their bets. When they draft, like regardless of what they tell you, they with their you're always they're always looking to draft your replacement. Always. I was about to say something else. But <laughs> <laughs> they're always looking to draft your replacement. I remember when the Eagles drafted Derek Burgess. And Andy called me. He said, Hey man. We 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 didn't draft him to take your job. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Don't lie. I don't lie. It's, but it's okay. I I knew this. They drafted him to take my job, and I was like, I'm gonna make it as hard as I possibly can for him not to take it right away. Now, eventually, he took it, but still, you know what I mean. But that that's, that's, the, that's the attitude that's the
3: you need to have. I, yeah. I would think the the players that last in the league, and obviously you kept playing for a little longer. That's the the, the other you, side of the attitude is what happened it. to Wentz. Wentz crumbled.
4: Yeah, it's it's these guys are different than they were. And and I know I sound like that old dude that used to wear leather helmets. I get that, I understand, but it's the truth. They're not built like we used to be built because you knew like you you're like milk. You have an expiration date. You have a date coming into the league that you have when your time is up. We all know it. And you try to get as much as you can within that expiration date before that day comes to, to, to pass. And you know that they're going listen, they they are dra- they're looking for the next Brandon Graham right now. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the next Jalen Hurts potentially. Now, he might not be drafted by by this team, but you're talking about four, five years down the line. They're looking to replace whoever they feel is they do. Fletcher Cox, Jordan Davis is Fletcher Cox's replacement. That's who he's supposed to be. That's how it works. If you don't understand that about the NFL, then you're naive.
3: You are naive. I mean, Bill Belichick took Tom Brady's way. He drafted Garoppolo to replace Tom Brady. He, and he,
4: yeah, and he, Tom was not did not have. it. kicked him out of TB twelve and
3: everything. He's like, <laughs> I'll just keep winning MVPs and Super yeah. Bowls, and you're, you're never going to play. You're leaving,
4: leaving, and he don't. You want to eat this avocado ice cream? You take your butt to San Francisco.
3: Well, the same thing happened in, in Green Bay, right? With Jordan yeah. Love. Now, eventually, now he might take it. Now, right? They might just be done they with they Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it's, a <laughs> it's a lot. It's he's a lot.
4: <laughs> Could you imagine when he comes to where you'd be like, Lord, have mercy. with this shit. <laughs> What this fool gonna be on today. <laughs> he, get, he had the uh, the Wiccan girlfriend, yeah. Oh, yeah, she, she was a witch, Wiccan. yeah, she was a witch, which I thought was kind
3: of cool. But you know what, the you funny think thing is, the witch is cool, yeah. You don't think so? It seems it seems scary. I was, <laughs> I
7: was curious about it, intrigued. I'd say yeah,
3: if it goes bad, hey, she puts I've some I've sort never, of spell
4: I've on me. I've never you? dated <laughs> a witch, but if anybody <laughs> out there is partaking in some Wiccan activity, call me because <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like, hey,
3: yeah, boy. No, I, I'd no, because it's
4: like. She had dude taking ayahuasca, like he was high, talking about he expanded his mind. Listen, any time that you have a woman that put that thigh out on you, where you get a tattoo, and then break up with her a year or so later, that to me sounds like a fun time.
3: Yeah, it, for, in the moment, but then, yeah. but when what happens when she puts a <laughs> spell on but, you when
4: it's listen, over? And every time you look at that tattoo, he'd be like, "Oh, what was her name? <laughs> <Waska,"> or whatever <laughs> her name was. Oh, she was a tomcat." <laughs> probably
3: yeah. said it like that. Whoa, we had some good times. <laughs> but It better you know. <laughs> be good in the moment because afterwards it might be bad. <laughs> Tattoos and spells. He probably it, had that thigh out.
7: He was had never that, the same yeah, since he started dating that witch.
3: That's
4: right, but that's what I'm talking about. I want to be different. If I, <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. I want to be different. If I'm dating the witch, if I come back to say <laughs> that it wasn't worth my time, well, I need yeah. to be different. Well, his yeah. QB skills declined. Yeah, well, he was okay. Yeah. He just didn't have no receivers. <laughs> and he threw his receivers under the bus. Think about that. When he went bad, he just taught he just threw everybody over everybody. the bus. He took all the money and then complained about his receivers. Like, well hell, Aaron, we can't get no receivers because you took all the money. You have fifty million on the cap, Aaron. <laughs> you have to be a witch to realize the math on this. I, come if on you're now. a witch, I need I need to be different. Like that's that's the that's the whole point of dating a witch. You wanna be different. You wanna you wanna come back different.
3: Yeah, and I think Aaron has. I yeah, mean, he look at how he's man, doing man, darkness yeah, he, retreats. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well,
7: I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers needs to date a witch to as, like, a sort of a publicity stunt, right? Like, you're
4: Aaron Rodgers. No, he really liked her, though. Yeah, there, there had to have been some ulterior o- motive. Danica. It was Danica, Danica yes. Patrick. Yeah. Yep. And then he dated the a witch. And
3: <laughs> now it's the daughter of the Bucks and owner? And then it's,
4: like, you, he, he, he upgraded. Like, every time, he upgraded. He <laughs> well, yeah. he, he did upgrade. I'm just like, saying. A witch is an upgrade? I think she is. I like. <laughs> she had to do taking high Man, he came the when he came into training camp. Y'all didn't. Y'all didn't notice how different he was. He, he was, didn't, like, it yeah, was. It was like, I'm. You know, he, he was like, all calm. Yeah. He had the tattoo and I he saw was, the like, hairdo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looking like John like a Nick Wick. Cage, yeah. 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 Looking like exactly. a John Wick. Yeah. yeah he he was different. That's what you want if you're dating a witch. That's what you
3: want. You want to be different. I'm just saying, there's that worry at the end. She casts the spell. about? The spell at the end.
4: The hex, Hugh. Yeah, you the got a hex. hex on I'm, you, I it's wanna, over. I want to see what that's like, though. <laughs> no, I, I, mean, <laughs> I want no part of the hex. <laughs> I, I want my. I'm
3: like. avoiding witches at every <laughs> stage of my life. 215 592 9494. Top in as, as you you is looking for a witch. Yeah, here. would
4: you date a witch? 215.
3: 215- <laughs> I mean, the I answer would. is a flat no, flat I, no. It, it, it,
4: it all depends on what you're into. Now, I ain't, I ain't drinking no blood. I ain't drinking no blood. It's and, and vampire. We ain't doing like, that's well, a you know, some yeah. people, some people into that. Now, everything else is debatable. You know, yeah, I'm, I ain't biting nobody
3: on the back. We ain't back biting. We. <laughs> <laughs> unlike I mean, some, that. unlike some morning show host right here. Yeah, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I'm telling you, when I turned it on and heard that today, I was like. I know this is coming up minute. at some point today. You wake up like you wake up
4: from a dream and the first thing you do is bite your significant other back.
3: I mean people <laughs> talk about sleepwalking <laughs> and like you do what's in the dream, but like that's an extreme level of it. That really is. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's a little
3: questionable. Yeah, we'll questionable is a it's a light term compared to what that is. Two one five five two ninety four ninety four is uh, as we talk, which is Aaron Rodgers and, and-, and-, and- It's just awkward. I wonder if this Patricia thing has legs, or it's something that just kind of goes away. I think it has legs.
4: I I think there was probably initially a conversation that was had. Now, how far it goes, who knows? But to me, the fact that you had a conversation is bad. You know, knowing how Slay feels about him, or you know, saying how he felt, because it obviously sounds like he can work with him. But still, that to me just sounds like, out of all the coaches you can name to help make your team better, Matt Patricia. Is the name that, that gets thrown out right. to somebody that you have, like one of your captains has history with. I, I don't know. I don't know about that.
3: And to me, it's a little fishy. And it's a, it's a position coach. Like, you could find a linebacker coach, I would think, anywhere. I mean, yeah, really. And and, I, one. and we were looking through it today. We were trying to find if there was a real connection between Sean Desai and him. Like, that happens sometimes. You, you, you're with someone in a previous stop. You're really good friends. I, I get that. And the only connection we found was maybe Al Golden along the way, you know, yeah. maybe recommended. But that's... That's kind of a soft connection, so we'll see where that goes, but th- there's a lot of change in this defense this offseason, a lot to come here. Albert Breer throughout this number here, Hugh, as, as we get set for free, agency so one week from now, we, we've been hearing all t- all today that um, next Wednesday, we're going to be at McGurk's for Birdstown Hall, which right. I, I'm excited about Birdstown Hall. Next, uh, next Wednesday, everyone's got to come out um, to that, but... When we're there, we're going to talk about free agency, you know, from top to bottom, and and one of them, of course, is is how much Javon Hargrave's going to make. Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated threw out the twenty million dollar a year mark for that Javon about Hargrave. Right. That sounds about right. It's a lot. Yeah, it
4: is for a D tackle that can get to the quarterback.
3: Yeah, and there's That's not right. many. And part of it, it's not many of those guys. No, it's not.
4: It's not. and, he, and he's played himself into this position where you know. He's going to get paid. He's going to try to get as much money as he possibly can because this might be his last contract. It's
3: funny the Eagles when they got him three years ago, they were ahead of the curve. I think they got him for like three years, thirty nine million, and mm-hmm. he hadn't really done. He was good in, in Pittsburgh, but he hadn't really put up big numbers. And they saw something, right? They the Eagles are good at that. They Roddy McLeod they signed. Um, you know they, they 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 Brandon Brooks back in the day. Mm-hmm. They kind of see it before the breakout. The, buying Hargrave now is like everyone knows how good he is. Yeah,
4: yeah, and it's going to be hard, man. You talk about with. Uh, who was the, uh, the tackle that got just uh, down in, in, in the Commodores, that got uh oh, franchise. Payne. Yeah, De'Ron Payne. Payne. He got franchised, so now that makes him even that more valuable. Sure. And people are going to want that guy. Like I said, early down in Atlanta, he was one of those guys that the Falcons identified as potentially trying to go out in the free agency and get. So, yeah, he's going to get – he's going to be courted heavily by a lot of football teams.
3: There's no question well, about
4: that. Well, here's a thought because you're talking about
7: how he's ability to sort of check the, the bargain bin or, or find a guy, you know, before he really breaks out, like your, like your Hargrave, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Instead of re-signing those guys, let's do that
4: again. Let's find the new Hargrave, the new C.J. Gardner-Johnson and reset a little bit. Might, that's what they might be doing, man. I, I mean, it, it would not surprise me. You know, when you talk about, listen, as much as we want to or I should I say players want to point fingers – at the defensive coordinator and what he didn't do. There's a lot that has not been, been – you know, and I know a lot of teams, they're not making moves now, but, mm-hmm. but for the, all this speculation to be out there, these different stories, Matt Patricia and all this other stuff, to me that just screams that they weren't that happy with their, the secondary play.
3: They're willing to change it all
4: up. Yes. They weren't happy with that secondary play. The fact that, you know, you have two of your mainstays on, on, in the secondary going out and petitioning for – a defensive coordinator, and they're not even listening to him or them, and go out of outside outside of the of home and go find somebody else. That to me it says a lot. That says that you don't have the pool that you think you have.
3: Yeah, that they're planning to change this up. Yeah, yeah, it does feel that way. And and the question is, is it going to work for twenty twenty three? But to Kyle's point, I don't know who it's going to be. Whether it's going to be you know, to bring these guys back or make splashes with smaller names, I, I refuse to believe how he won't be aggressive. He he, he, can't. he has to be. He oh and he
4: always is. He has to be. Howie, listen, and I go back and I listen to things that have been said in the past. Howie put himself out there this year because Howie made that proclamation, yo, I got you to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That Everything falls on you, Howie. It's on you to make the money work when it comes to Jalen Hurts. It's on you to go out and field a better football team. That's all on you. You can say what you want to about these players and getting paid or whatever. Howie, it's your job to make it work.
3: And, and guess what? Players come and go. He's always here. Howie, yeah. People react to Howie and be reacting to Howie for a long time. Antonio's in Ben Salem. If he's, we'll see if he's panicking or not. And, and he, he might have a question about dating a witch. What's up, Antonio? Antonio!
8: Yeah, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? Long time, first time. What's well, going on, appreciate
3: man? How you doing? It. What's up, buddy?
8: Yeah, um, first of all, I'm going to put my Eagles' point first. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hugh, you are exactly right with this whole thing about you know how he put himself out there. You can't be out here, you know, talking about well, I did this, I did that. Okay, well, show me you, you
3: did. Yeah, you got your show chest
8: me. stuck out. You stuck, you stuck out your chest. Go, like,
4: show go, show me, me you what you got. Yeah, yeah. So, so what like, have
3: you done for me lately? Yeah. Sport. Yep. Like, 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 you took
8: all the credit because I remember, you know, I, I hate to break it to the, you know, the foot of your fan base. I'm not an Eagle fan, but my family is. But I do feel the pain. But the thing is, I remember how he was in that little corner in that in that little closet with the mops and the brooms. <laughs> but yet, you know, they let him out, and he did some things. But he got to remember, he did that collectively, especially with some guy I think that went to the just McDougal, his name is. He had a great staff that was surrounding him. You know, you Joe, yeah, Joe thing?
3: Douglas, Andy Weidel. He's a, they have a, Tony, They've had like four or five people leave the front office to become GM kind of types here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Yeah,
8: and and, and that's that's a great thing. That's a good thing, but that's also a little sketchy thing. It's like, okay, the NFL, like you say, not just the players, but the front office too. You know, you're gonna replace sooner or later. But when that 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 much staff leave at one time, what does that say about your front office? Really. It's a good thing, but what does it really say? Especially well, I think it says that you players. you've
4: done a good job of of of, of grooming yeah. like certain mm-hmm. staff members, and they just move on. But that, it's your job again well, your your it, job to 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 replenish that the herd.
3: It's like a team, right? You yeah. lose players, you got to replace players. Exactly, exactly. But you, bro, almost almost
8: had a crash 195 when you brought up this wicker stuff, bro. Yeah, I'm just curious.
4: <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm curious. I, I mean, because listen, did you you saw the press conference with Aaron Rogers? He was different. He looked yo, happy. Yeah. He looked relaxed. He looked you calm. Know,
8: I'm not, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not making this up. I dated a girl like maybe a decade ago, maybe maybe more. We, I was in love. I changed my hair. I look. I was like Aaron Rodgers before he was. Yeah, the <laughs> John Wick, the goth look. It was all there. Yeah. But once I broke up with her, yo, like they said, if they put something on you, and it it's like it don't go away. Put Antonio, that, I, tell him. I
4: want to see what that's like, though. No, don't, you, don't you don't want to hex. You don't want to I want to be –
8: maybe,
4: maybe she'll help me make my hair grow. <laughs> you know what
8: I'm saying? I'm going to just tell you, you I love you when you was with the Jets and the Eagles. Do not bring that into your life, bro. I just want to see. No, <laughs> I just want to see. No. <laughs> Antonio, tell him. Tell him we can't maybe, do it. Maybe, maybe you know, she'll make me vegan. <laughs> no, no, no. Because the next thing, you'll be, you'll be blaming your whole time on They're not good enough because you get the uh, bonus in your contract. <laughs> no.
3: Here's how I'm going to know. Antonio, we appreciate it. He was going to come in here one day. His hair is going to be growing. He's going to be eating like me. And I'm going to say, what's going on? He's hey, not man, I a man of Hey, I'm
4: going to be like, hey, man, you know, I'm just I'm just letting my chakra flow. I'm going to start talking like that. Yeah. Hey, hey you know. Hey, it's just you know great. We we've enlightened our mind this weekend, and <laughs> we just had we just let it ebb and flow. Life.
3: Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers here as the quarterback? I mean, obviously he's a great player, but I, I feel like this town would get tired of, of the. Oh no, of, they would get tired of that. Real fast. No,
4: you know what you know what would be the problem is when Aaron Rodgers went out. How fans would probably just heckle him relentlessly. Yo, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that hair, Bo? <laughs> yeah,
3: it, it, it would be too much. It would be it too would much. It would
4: be way
3: too much. We'd have a lot of fun back here. Yeah, well, definitely. we would, yeah. And, and yeah, he, he would give us endless content now, especially with the witch stuff. All right, we got a Sixers game tonight. It, was, it feels anticlimactic. They're playing the Pacers tonight. They played so many of these good teams lately. They better win. I know. I well, mean,
4: the, the worst thing that we can come in here talk about tomorrow morning is oh, what happened?
3: They lost <laughs> to the pa- I think they're like seven and a half point favorites. What happened? Yeah, that's so, a, yeah, yeah, we'll the absolute see. worst. So, Tobias' question, well, so is P.J. Tucker. I'm not sweating. That's five points that we might need. We <laughs> might need that five points. Can they make up
4: for us? We it? need. Who's going to get to make that five-point deficit up for us?
3: Yeah, I, I I, would not be upset at all if Tobias took the night off. Rest up.
4: Uh, we got to have P.J. Tucker, though, because he got to get wrapped up for the playoffs. <laughs> get
3: uh, I, be, I think
7: I'd be wondering if you might see Embiid, maybe even Harden sit tonight. They have another game
4: tomorrow against the Timberwolves.
3: They do, against a much tougher team back-to-back. Yes. To back. uh,
4: so they're not, not all three of them. So I would probably say Harden. Give give him the rest.
3: Well, Doc did say over the last, like they would do this. Yeah. They...
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.